Hey everybody, this is out there in podcast land. This is Joey from LA. Yeah. This is Andrew from also LA. That's right. <laughs> this is Stefan, currently in Denver. That's my boy. And it's Maddie from Cincinnati. So now I don't get no hype. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, we're in LA right now under a red sun. Yeah. Uh, the end of times here in LA. It's not that bad as fuck. The yeah. ash is falling, dude. Ash is falling. Silent Hill out here. Oh, shit. You guys, uh, you know what to do. Get the fuck out. Yeah. If anybody seen the invitation, the sun is the red light. Get the fuck out. <laughs> red means go. As the ashes fall, a hero will rise. All right, anyway, we wanted to finish up Stranger Things, <laughs> our conversation, because last time Maddie said that he wanted to uh, discuss it after we had all seen it. And just a quick warning, this is going to be spoilerific because we're talking about the end of the season and all that stuff. So if you haven't seen it, you might want to skip this part. Um, but anyway, uh, who did anybody want to lead this part off, uh, talking about Stranger Things? Let's go with Maddie. I mean, what else is there to say? This show's fucking incredible. It's everything I love from my childhood, all the films that I grew up with. I mean, from the first shot of the kids playing D&D, &D, then the pan over and it's the Thing poster by John Carpenter, dude, they had me. I felt like <laughs> I didn't even really need anything else. I mean, uh, I just, like I said before, I think this is what Super 8 was trying to be, but the Duffer brothers have been like, you know what, we're going to take that, kick the shit out of it, and make a fucking better throwback to 80s things that we grew up with. I'm sure these guys are like our same age or slightly older and then just wanted to see something like this. Um, I can't wait for season two. I literally have no idea where they're going to take us on this kind of uh, on this journey, but I'm ready. Bring it on. Next month would be great if you had a season two ready to go. Hello, hello. <laughs> Johnson is here. Yeah. <laughs> How's it going, Johnson? Oh, good. Great. I'm going to send you the list of our things we're going to be talking about. There you go. All um, right. I mean, I probably can't stay on too terribly long. Okay. Have you seen Stranger Things? I, I have two episodes left. Yeah. Really oh. oh, my God. Just cancel this. We'll do it next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, like, not much we can go into. I know. Uh, well, that's why I said I'll just stick around for a bit and... Okay. Do you like it so far, Johnson? Oh, dude, it's great. Yeah, I love it. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, all I ever wanted. I feel like yeah, I mean, what's not to love about it? I, I oh, yeah. I feel like if you hate it, I need to reassess my life and my viewing choice. As you should. As you should. <laughs> reassess our friendship and everything. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, what's, what's not to love? It's, like, 80s cool with, like, sci-fi, small town, like, kids. Well, you know, a group of nerdy kids doing their thing, and Matthew Modine, I haven't seen him in years. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and uh, David Harbour, I, I looked him up today, that's the, the police chief. Yeah, what else was he on? He looks familiar. I'm not sure. I was telling Andrew, he's in, um, he's been in a couple things, I, I'm blanking on it as well, but he's in the he's Suicide, Suicide Squad trailer. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. But of course, yeah, obviously the movie as well, but... Oh, yeah, he's the guy at that table talking about if Superman came to yeah. the White House. Oh, that's yeah. him, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. him, yeah, exactly. 
He, him, and the uh, the kid, the toothless kid, are my favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, toothless. He's cool. He's so great, and uh, <laughs> yeah, there, it's all it's all good, man. It's such a yeah, such yeah. an awesome show. Man, Johnson, the main shit I wanted to talk about is like know, the last dude, last yeah. episode, man. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, save that part. <laughs> uh, switch up the order, I guess. I don't know. Okay, we're gonna have to switch it up. Uh, so we're gonna go straight into Star Trek Beyond. I don't even know if you seen this, Johnson. Uh, no, but I, you know, go ahead. I, All I, right. I heard it's just fun. I'm sure. I'm sure there's not like anything to spoil. Yeah. It's not as yeah. Um, we can talk about it without spoiling it too much. So uh, everybody have seen this except for Johnson, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, let me uh, ask you: Do Klingons yeah. appear at all? No. No. Oh, God damn it. Why, why are they fucking <laughs> around with that? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get him in the fourth movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, Joey, Joey, you go first. Uh, I liked it a lot. Again, this was another movie that the, the trailers didn't really, you know, go into, so you kind of didn't really know what was going on. Um, but, uh, it was solid. Good action. I liked, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Sophie. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm blanking was her name. The, was she the alien chick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the white. Yeah, um, she, was awesome. she was cool. Um, I liked her. You know, just her little like setup and kind of all the little weapons and gadgets that she had. She's kick ass. Hot, hot as fuck, alien. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so. I love so, how much yeah. Simon Pegg gave Scotty his. Oh yeah. Really He's... A lot of good yeah, it's, Scotty is uh, has more to do than we've ever seen before. I think, right? Definitely. there's a lot of like, you know, they make some out of that character. I mean, Scotty was always cool enough, but he was just the guy in the engineering bay or whatever. But um, in this movie, you kind of see him down on the ground level and, like, in the thick of it with them all. And it was awesome. It was just kind of funny how they incorporated Scotty's character more. And I like what they've done by acknowledging. Well, I guess, spoiler, spoiler free. Um, I thought it was um, There are parts where they're like, yeah, Star Trek, but they're kind of openly admitting, like, Star Trek is about something else. Stefan, you're kind of breaking up again, man. Um, um, kind of hard to hear. Is this uh, any better? Sort of, but you're uh, still a weak connection. Yeah. Anyway, well, you guys go ahead. Uh, go on. Um, I thought it was awesome. Indeed. It, I think it was like one of the most fun Star Trek movies we've ever seen. Like, probably yeah. like as, uh, as tightly written and edited and all that. The, that first reboot's still the best, probably. But this is definitely better than Into Darkness. And to see Simon Pegg have a lot of uh, a lot more lines and and I don't know the 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 fun part with the Beastie Boys song and yeah. them. Mm -hmm. He said it was like gonna challenge the idea of the Federation and Star Trek in general, which it kind of did, but it it not, didn't. Not at length. Yeah. Yeah, it did not at length. It was like that was kind of the the villain's main thing, but it still didn't go over too much. I don't know. Anyway. It was uh, 
just fun and made sense, and it's a good one. It's one of the good ones. Oh, Maddie, well, that, I thought it was good. Um, yeah, I don't. I definitely thought it was uh, leaps and bounds better than Into Darkness. Um, yeah, man, it was just it was really good. It was kind of sad watching Anton. Just yeah, yeah. Uh, and then at the end when they were like for Anton, it's just nice to see. I like that they gave Scotty more of a role. Also, I feel like Bones had a bigger role than yeah, you know, oh, definitely the second one because uh, I love Carl Urban and. I think he's great as Bones. I think him and Spock just doing their own thing was great. Because you always see like him and Kirk together, so it was great to get them him with another character that, you know, they kind of like are almost like very similar in like the way they act almost. Because like Bones is very direct, same as Spock. So it's really funny, their interaction to hear them like complain about stuff and not bullshit one another. Whereas like they might bullshit Kirk a little more because he needs that like optimism to get through these trials. You know, yeah. so it's fun to watch their adventuring, and that I really like how they split a lot of them up. I like that Kirk was with like Chekhov and stuff. Um, it was just it was cool because cool it, it established their like friendships, which generally start to make kind of about not necessarily about the yeah. like, I mean, it is about character. Stefan, you're still breaking up, man. It's you can't really hear it too well. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, to see, like, Scotty do engineering things, and then there's, like, scenes where Bones is doing doctor things, and, uh, you know, a lot. You know, I noticed a lot of the lines that Uhura had had to do with language, too. Um, why do you speak this, this and that, you know... Uh, I think Scotty had one line where he's like, you're speaking, is that English or whatever, but it seemed like they definitely, like, there was a, they tried to play into the fact that Uhura was uh, a linguist, so, uh, I don't know, I thought that was really cool, and everybody is uh, the best at their jobs, apparently, so, I love seeing that stuff, and, and Sulu being the best pilots, things like that. Yeah. There's this, uh, in, in Next Generation, there's this episode where one of the crew members is, like, acting up or something, and then Riker says, I don't know how things happen on other ships, but you're on the Enterprise now. Like, the Enterprise is the top of the top. Everybody on the Enterprise is the best at their job, period. And that's been always been one of the really cool things about the show. It's not just that the, that's the best captain, that's the best engineer, that's the best linguist, that's the best, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, I definitely agree with people saying that it's definitely like a, a Star Trek episode. You know, the movie right. sort of plays like that. And also, I remember like them talking about them sort of being in like space for a long time. They sort of they sort of mention it that they've been there for like out for two or three years at that point. Um, uh, I would have liked to see like I don't know more of like them delve into that more of being out in space for like two or three years and just on the ship and sort of uh, playing around with that idea. But space was, madness? Yeah, yeah, you know, just kind of like, they mentioned a little bit, but I liked a little bit more, but uh, it, was, it was a fun ride. Man. Definitely enjoyable. I feel like it's hard to do all that exploration stuff like that you love from the show in a two-hour film. Like right. they're trying to give you a solid story because if they explored for like half that film and nothing really happened and they're just like 
negotiating contracts, people would be like, this is the most boring Star Trek I've ever seen. Because some stuff works better episodic than it does in a two-hour film. Yes. So, like, when people complain about the new Star Trek, I'm like, listen, they're action movies. You have to, like, <laughs> go into Star Trek thinking that shit. You know, like, they're trying to tell a short story in a short amount of time. It's like, you know, uh, I don't know. I like the new Star Trek movies, so, um, but, um, I mean, also, I did like the way the movie started. I thought it was very funny. I thought the jokes were really great in this one. Oh, definitely. There was a, a light, there was a lot of lightheartedness. There's also, like, a lot of, like, emotional moments in it as well, like when you think Kirk and Spock are going to leave, which is kind of crazy, you know. I don't know. I thought it was, all around, I thought it was a great time at the movies. Uh, I hope Simon Pegg gets to write more of these. I hope they're, uh, like, I don't know why they didn't do this sooner. Like, you have Simon Pegg, Shaun of the Dead, uh, Hot Fuzz, some of the greatest comedies to come out in the last couple of years, and you're like, nah, we'll just have him act in this and not really give him that big of a part. Like, have this motherfucker write and act, do it all. He can even direct the next one. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he probably will at this point. Yeah, I mean, I didn't mind, like, Justin Lin, man. Like, people were always no. like, oh, the guy from Fast and the Furious? I'm like, he's a director, dude. He didn't write the script, you know? It's like, yeah. He's like, he's got good visual style, so as long as it looks like space and there's a fucking Enterprise there, I'm good to go. <laughs> yeah, as long as they don't uh, mess up the script too much and so he keeps the action and the visuals good and the, and the comedy going, I mean, it's already there, you know? It's yeah. a good combination. Yeah, I, love, I liked every bit of There's not a, like, a dull moment in that film for me where I was just like, oh, my God, hurry up. I feel like Into Darkness, I was doing that more. I was like, oh, what, what is happening even now? I don't right. even care, <laughs> you know? They try to get a little too heavy with that one, and they try to pay too much homage to the old ones. And, and this one, they didn't really care about any of that. They just wanted to do – It was an, I mean, it's an homage to, the, to an episode, not to a movie. So they kept it smaller. Like Khan was an ep Into Darkness was, was a homage to a whole other movie, and that maybe they got too they got too caught up in that. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I, I feel like keeping it simple with like what Simon Pegg did, and even in the first one, is the way they should continue the series. I thought they were going to end it. Now they're talking about four. I thought that like Into Darkness, they it was like kind of a misstep and this was going to end the whole thing, but it seems like they're back on their feet and this is, there's going to be a sequel to this one. Oh, dude, I mean, this thing's going to make shit tons of money, dude. It's got, I mean, you know? Yeah. It I seems mean, like nothing big comes out either, right? For a while? Uh, Born Jason Bourne. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. God damn it. <laughs> Crazy is summer, man. Is that because you have to go see it, or... No, it's just like every week of some big-ass shit we gotta see. <laughs> Dude, it's summer. This is summer. This is life. I know, I know. So my hype, with San Diego Comic-Con this week, too, it's been like my hype levels have, like, <laughs> fucking gone nuts. <laughs> Andrew, if nothing was coming out, we'd be complaining about how nothing's coming out. I know, no, 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 no. I don't want to make it seem like... much to watch. The, th the reason I said that was because I, I wanted Star Trek to have more of a run onto itself. I forgot that Jason Bourne's probably going to dethrone it next weekend. Oh, shit. You know? Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see, like, what happens when Bourne comes out. Because, I mean, it's been a while, and, I mean, I don't know. I haven't really heard much about it, like, but it could, as it gets closer, it could see more hype and stuff. 
Because I, yeah. like, I was all set to see Star Trek, and then you were posting, like, the percentage on Rotten Tomatoes and shit. And I was, Whoa. I mean, I'm already going to see this, but I'm excited that Andrew's excited. I, you know what? I, I'm actually a closet Trekkie fan, man. I really love Next Generation so much, and holy shit, who's, who's rustling around this much? <laughs> Sorry, whoever that is, that's really loud. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm like a big Trekkie fan. I, I I love that idea of it being connected to this timeline, and it's a better future. Like if you compare now to the Dark Ages, we're a thousand times better than than then. Like think about the Inquisition and shit, and think about 500 years from now, and that was Gene Roddenberry's idea. There's a lot of like negative sci-fi out there, like the Matrix and stuff, which is cool and everything, but Roddenberry's idea is that it'll probably be better overall, and so Star Trek is classified in this, like, positive sci-fi thing, so that's cool, and I like that they're, like, a peace corps, a peacekeeping mission, it's not a, it's not a war, they're just trying to keep the peace, they're trying to, you know, all that jazz. I, I like Star Trek a lot, so I was posting a lot about it. <laughs> that's why. Stefan, you sound a little better. I do? Yeah. yeah, you do. Oh, cool. Good. I uh, did something different. Um, we're, fucking, we're back. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Andrew. I'm definitely... I love Star Trek The Next Generation. It's just like... Like, look. I think Star Wars is awesome. I will see every one of them. I'll buy the toys or whatever. But I, I don't know, man. Like, them, like, Star Trek talks about, like, bigger issues. And, like, I don't know, man. It's, like, philosophical in a way. Whereas Star Wars is mythological. Yeah. So there's a, like a very... There's a big difference there. So, um, like when you watch an episode of uh, First Generation, you like some of the heavy episodes, you'll like question life and yeah. think about the gravitas of everything. And it's just like... I don't know. That's it I really love. Yeah, it is. It's fucking great. And that, I think that's most people's complaint with the new movies is that it's not enough of that, you know, like, real brainy, but, you know, Chris Pine was one of the ones who said it, too. He's just like, you can't really make a brainy Star Trek movie with this day's audience, which sounds like a pretty depressing statement, but I think really what it is is, like, the um, the speed at which we're taking information, and at the movies, like, we're sitting there for two hours. That's a long time for us now, considering we, a lot of our media is, is just seconds long on Facebook and shit. So I think, like... You know, they're trying to get across these big ideas as well as tell a good story, as well as entertain you. You know, make it fucking worth the... You know, you don't learn about how a roller coaster is made while you're riding a roller coaster. That, yeah, I think you're right. And Maddie also is right. It's just, you got two hours. If it's... I would like them to do more of the, like, uh, brainy stuff for the show that they're making. This but, is probably one of the shortest blockbuster movies we've seen in a while. It's like two yeah. hours, two hours and two minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most of the big ones have now are like they're at two and a half hours. Like Civil War was two hours and forty five minutes. Oh, that's right. They did, yeah, they did pretty a lot of good stuff. You know, within a two hour time frame. Batman vs Superman was eight hours long. Oh man. So is that? Is that it for uh, Star Trek Beyond? Yeah, I got a, I got a, uh, I saw another movie this weekend, uh, the horror film Lights Out. Uh huh. How uh, was that? It was solid. It was yeah. a solid little horror movie. 
Is that the one that's based off that like short film where the girl's like in bed turning off the light and then turning yeah. it back on? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, isn't it PG thirteen? It very well. It probably is. Um, yeah. I know there is definitely blood in it, um, and they probably didn't. Sh- it, like it's not very gory, but there's definitely like blood, and you can see like I think guys gets his eyes gouged out, but you don't see it happen. You just see the end result. Um, that's in the beginning of the movie. Um, but it's it's pretty spooky. Um, it deals with like uh, sort of parenting and like dealing with um, you know your children um, a little bit. Like the social services come in, they're trying to figure out like what's up with everything that's going on. You know, I won't go too far into it, but the the little demon or the girl, woman, whatever she is, was pretty spooky, and her like backstory is pretty scary. Um, and overall, it's like it was like a it was like an 80 minute movie. Uh, and again, that was just like super tight. Not much, not much. Uh, uh, you know, not very meaty, but uh, the scares are really good. So it was a solid horror movie. Sweet. I don't think I've seen a trailer for it. Cool. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to move on to San Diego shit. Cool. <laughs> uh, Johnson, you've been quiet. Have you seen any of the trailers? Uh, yeah, yeah. Most of them. Uh, that Justice League one. Yeah. What, what's the deal? Is it like some apocalypse happened or some shit? Like. Uh, so the he... the deal is that uh, those visions that Batman was seeing in Batman vs Superman were visions from Steppenwolf, which is uh, somebody that works under Darkseid. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't go with Darkseid, but um, so is yeah. the world all fucked up in this one, or what's it's going to be apocalyptic probably? Uh, mm-hmm. And so he's trying to get ga- Batman's trying to gather all the heroes to form the Justice League for this battle. Alright, that's cool. That's the deal, yeah. Mm. So And the Wonder Woman is World War One's really hot right now with like the new battlefield. <laughs> oh yeah. Wonder Woman movie. Seven that was times. a that was a pretty awesome trailer though, man. That golden lasso and shit. Yeah, yeah that was rad. That glowing okay, Wonder Woman cannot fucking wait, man. That shit looked hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's kind of what you want. It's like it's like hitting everything that you want from a Wonder Woman movie, you know. I didn't even know what I wanted, but that's it. That's, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Her like getting shot at and like blocking the bullets with the shield, and you can yeah. just, like, see this like the weight of the bullets hitting the shield each time. Dude, that was dude, really that's good. That's my shit. I love it, dude. <laughs> she's, she's such a badass, man. Yeah, she oh, is. Like, you, you see the rest of the Amazons like going, and one girl's like flipping and like turning around and shooting her bow at someone. And you know, dude, if we make some like three hundred type scenes with all women army, it's gonna be fucking awesome. <laughs> it looks like, good. Amazon warrior bitches just <laughs> running, <laughs> running up on people. <laughs> that show yeah. looks pretty incredible, I have to say. Yeah. I'm going to see that shit like three times just for like support. Let's make more of this shit. And I actually really like Chris Pine too. Like it'll be cool to see him. going to be a lot more of these like supporting dude roles. Like um, what's his face played in Ghostbusters too. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 
now that now that you're having more like women heroes taking uh, taking the forefront and stuff, like that kind of character is going to be rewritten for a male character. You know what I mean? Like the support love interest, <laughs> Good. the male Lois Lane. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. And it's like, and that trailer made it a point to be like, yo, this is a fucking woman superhero movie. It's Wonder Woman. Like, we don't need your fucking men. <laughs> it was like, dude, you know, that's those, like really feminist, like female forward kind of lines that they made it a point to put emphasis on. I was like, this is crazy this time we live in. This is pretty cool. It makes me excited for shit like Black Widow and whatever. Yeah, like the secretary joke at the end of the trailer. Yeah. 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 I mean, Wonder Woman was fair, created by a college professor that was a feminist uh, at the time in like yeah. the 30s, dude. Like, that feminism shit is not something they tacked on uh, during feminist movements afterwards. That's been part of Wonder Woman since the day one. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I mean, they're definitely. Uh, what was I gonna say? I don't know. It looks, it looks pretty fucking awesome, man. It was like, it had like, it feels like a female Thor or something like DC's Thor. Yeah. Um, true, true, you know, true. Partly in this magical land, and then it had a little bit of the Captain America one aesthetic with it being set during World War One and stuff. So, um, it'll be cool to see how that the magical parts play in with a more historical setting. And not jumping right into modern day with fucking, as Andrew put it, Amazon warrior bitches. Yeah, they <laughs> said that they did this World War One thing because whenever she leaves Themyscira, her island full of women, she goes into the world of men yeah. and sees that the whole world is at war. So she sees like one of the worst times in human history, and she's like, "Men are stupid, and <laughs> women do everything." <laughs> everything better type of type of deal that's it i think that's how they're going to yeah. be writing it true yeah, yeah. true that's true true yeah. we'll see how no, that I, goes i'm super excited about it like can't wait yeah it I looks it, it looks fucking great and are they hinting that aries is the is the villain i mean i don't know what they're uh, the last wonder woman i read was uh the cliff chang and was it Brian Azzarello, Joey? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's the last like couple ones I read, and that was very like mythology, God-centered. Yeah. Um, they yeah. Were trying to steal this baby, and Diana was like trying to keep the baby safe, but all the gods wanted this baby for whatever reason. I never finished it just because like they changed artists, and I think writers maybe. Yeah, the the baby was like a another son of Zeus, I believe. Oh yeah. So they're yeah they're trying to get the baby back. Oh, the other the sons of Zeus were coming were coming out of the woodwork too. Yeah, so there... I don't know if it's gonna be based like roughly on that, because I feel like that was like a, I don't know, I feel like it was doing pretty well. Like, I don't know. There's a Zeus line too in the Justice League trailer, so they're definitely not straying away from that Greek mythology side like everybody thought they were going to. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yes, there was this big fear that DC was gonna pussy out and not do. Uh, not do the whole thing. There, there was this big rumor that they were going to be like a form of, of Kryptonians, related to Superman. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. I think we're done with all that making up shit. Let's just go by the source material. You got Jeff Johns in there now too, so yeah, I think yeah. we're going to see some good shit. I mean, I mean, that whole like, like uh, uh, Barry Allen being really funny, and uh, that I heard you talk to fish line and all that. That's badass as fuck. My favorite part of that trailer was Aquaman, actually. 
Did we switch? What's, what's, what's yeah. with Bruce Wayne having a sense of humor all of a sudden? Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? I mean, I liked it. I liked all his lines, but it's like compared to just what I just saw in Batman versus Superman, that Batman was not funny at all. At all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I like, I like what I saw with the Justice League movie. I'm all for it. Looks good. Looks great. I actually really surprised we even had any like in that footage at all. Because, like, everyone's like, it's a teaser. I'm like, that's a motherfucking first trailer if i ever seen one. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Te- teasers these days are no longer teasers. Yeah, I like, know, right? A teaser like, back like, in the day was, like, movies. logos and then some music yeah, like the, and then Defenders. some dialogue. <laughs> yeah. like, coming Defenders three years from now. is a teaser. Exactly right, yeah. yes. But, uh, yeah, Dude. It, if I had any doubts with, like, after seeing Batman versus Superman, like, seeing Wonder Woman trailer and then the Justice League trailer, I'm like, all right, DC, I'm back in. You got yeah. me again. Yeah, But don't yeah. break my heart again. I yeah, I know, right? One heart breaks all I can take. <laughs> Too old for this shit. <laughs> oh, man. If they do that shit that happened in that Jeff Johns Justice League where, uh, there's a meme about it, where Aquaman, like, throws up the trident and, uh, like a huge, big ass, uh, 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 great white pops out and bites a parademon or some shit. I'm gonna be. That's all I need out of that movie. If that doesn't happen, now that you've said it, Andrew, I'm gonna be very disappointed. <laughs> You've raised the bar. He's gonna have, yeah, yeah. He's gonna dude. Not... Aquaman, dude. I'm looking forward to that shit. Yeah. People, are, some people are hating on Jason Momoa, dude, but I think if he's like Dothraki, king of the ocean, I'm like, yeah. that's what I need out of life. He's hanging out in the bar like he's like. They're making him. He's hand. the DC Wolverine. Yeah. Right now. I'm okay with that. <laughs> like wild and kind of like feral you know what i mean or he's animalistic really yeah so it's cool it's not just you know the making that joke of like i hear you talk to fish or whatever was such a cool lead up because he seems already like to be the most in ten i mean the most what now say it again sorry being intense intense characters it seems like that's the case yeah and also, it's in a, it's in a, like a bar, like a seafood yeah. restaurant. That seems to be kind of uh, hinting at the Jeff Johns run as well. Am I right, Joey? I can't say. Oh, you haven't read that run? No, I've not read much of Jeff John DC stuff. I kind of oh. with Batman most of the time. It's actually pretty good. Uh, and it's, it's like, there's this, there's like this big scene where he's in a seafood restaurant. And they're like, they're, they're like trying to explain his powers in the new 52 or whatever and it's like I heard you can talk to fish and he says something like I don't really talk to them I send impulses to their brain or something there's like a more updated scientific mm-hmm. reason or a method of how he does it and he said that it's not even mind control it's more of a conversation or something like that but uh, it was good it was good there's even a line in the comic where he says where some kid walks up to him and goes, what's it like to be nobody's favorite superhero? <laughs> <laughs> so it's really, like, uh, self-aware and shit. So is Superman going to be resurrected, or what's the deal? Probably middle of the second act or beginning of third act. Yeah. The rumor is that he's going to yeah. have long hair. <laughs> like, like early That's 90s dumb. Superman. I'm okay with that. If he has early '90s mullet, I'm gonna be okay with it. 
<laughs> That's what I need. That's dumb. What if they do red and blue Superman? They should do. Might as well do electric blue and white. Who gives a fuck at this point? Yeah. No. But you, you already saw the the. There was the artwork from Comic Con that they put up of them like assembled. Yeah. Um, and his his costume looks a little bit different and stuff. So yeah, it'll probably be like second act or something. But um, hopefully they just kind of like don't spend too much time on that. <laughs> I mean, it's already he's already coming back at the end of the last movie. So how long is he gonna be coming right. back? Right. That's uh, I mean, who knows, right? Maybe a full Luke Skywalker and it'll be like the last frame of the movie. Man, I hope not, actually. Dude, I, I honestly yeah. would just like to see like the core group that Batman's getting together to try to take on something that Superman could easily like could take on, possibly. Right. I would like to see this team do a lot without Superman. And then if yeah. he came in at the very end, like he's resurrected, it's like, okay, cool. What's the next Justice League movie going to be with Superman? I don't know. I mean, that's like that. This whole team that he is getting together seems like if Superman's not in, I'll be like, yes. Just because, <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like all these characters are like way more like they're more fun than Superman to me. They just yeah. got to give Henry Cavill something good to work with. Really, that's true. I, I think because he's like, not a terrible actor, but it's no, just, like, he's not. No, it's all the they Superman faults are not his fault. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, so it'd be he, cool if they lighten him up a little bit. He could crack a smile, you know, like he's an actor, he can do it. He yeah. could laugh. He could be he could like give us hope, but it just hasn't hasn't happened yet. Zack Snyder doesn't like smiling. <laughs> oh, oh Batman smiling League, he does. <laughs> yeah, maybe so, yeah. Isn't yeah. he directing this film though? He yeah. he is, he is. Well there's a lot of fucking jokes and some smiling in this motherfucking trailer for him hating it so much. That's true. That's true. I take it back. I take it back. Flash is like I like how Flash is like I, I'm in already. Yeah. I don't need to. I don't need to hear anything else. Like that shit's great. He's like, oh fuck, Batman's here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's gonna be fun to see how they all interact with one another. Uh, I like all the Bruce Wayne humor stuff. It's gonna be interesting to see how they all like coexist together. I'm fucking excited about it. What the fuck am I saying? God yeah. Damn. I want this movie yeah. now. I want this movie instead of Batman versus Superman. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, what else we got, man? There's so many things. Let's start off like let's make it easy. Um what was everybody's like favorite trailer out of this barrage of trailers that we've gotten? Joey go first. I think I'm gonna I got the I think my favorite one was the Kong trailer. Why is Kong that? Skull Island. Um, I don't know. I just like. I like how it was shot. Um, I, I wasn't expecting much from the films. I, I sort of heard about it and heard there was casting, but um, I didn't really expect sort of the. the I guess the production value that it looks like it has, and sort of like they're going in there and like. You know, there's the, the helicopter transition to like the, the dragonfly and. You know, it's uh, they're going into this like dark sort of dank world with like you see bones everywhere and you kind of like things are happening like helicopters are being thrown out of the sky and you see like close-ups of like 
dude shooting the, uh, the machine gun, and he's, like, cocking it, and just, like... And then, of course, you get, like, the Michael Bay sunset, like, helicopter scenes, with, and then, like, with the silhouette of Kong's head or his legs, and, like, I don't know. It was, it was pretty badass. Hey, is this one a setup for the uh, fight with uh, Godzilla versus Kong? I believe so. This is, I, like, another shared universe, right? Yeah, but it's yeah. like that one's coming in like 2020 though. So there's like gonna be another Godzilla movie along, you know, they got the King Kong, and then maybe something else, and then Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, it's like we got like a couple movies before that happens. It's, it seems like it looks, Damn, it does look great though. By the time we get to there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that trailer was great, man. After that, like other, you know, just kind of seeing like the DCs doing like their their movies are looking really good, um, and then the uh, Luke Cage trailer. Oh man! Oh, oh man! Awesome. Is that Wu Tang song? Dang yeah. Oh man! It's like the entire fucking <laughs> that entire fucking song almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So good. Uh, Johnson, you got a favorite from all this? All these. Uh... Uh... <clears throat> Uh, I mean, probably the Justice League one, I guess. All right. Why is that? Is there like a is there like a character you like the most, or? Uh no, I just uh, I like that they're gonna go balls out. Like this is like end of the world kind of shit. Like not pussyfooting around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to see in movies. I want to see them go all out. Why? True. Why true. Pu- why push the brakes? You know, just go all for it. I mean, it's a, if they're going for full team movie too, you you know you you, you need that, right? Yeah. Like, like Civil War is not the full team, so that's that makes sense that that's just like two or three dudes fighting at the end. But like, yeah, Avengers or Justice League, it's kind of got to be a huge deal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like all those movies, none of them were like really apocalyptic. It was like, okay, maybe a city will get destroyed, but. This yeah. is like world-ending shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yes. appreciate that. <laughs> I like the fact that they're they're throwing in some humor to yeah. all that shit. <laughs> I mean, you you can't really make Barry Allen, the Flash, like so serious and dark and stuff. Like if they did that, that'd be a real crime against humanity, you know. <laughs> <laughs> My two favorites were. Wonder Woman and Luke Cage. I watched that Luke Cage trailer like three or four times. I, I was I like just seeing the Marvel logo with Shimmy Shimmy Ya fucking being played. I was like, holy shit! I thought I would like Iron Fist more because that's Kung Fu shit in it, but that Luke Cage trailer, man, God, thought that was one of the best things. <laughs> Maddie, yeah. yeah. uh, I'm gonna say. Uh... Blair Witch. Uh, I haven't seen that one yet. Uh, it was called The Woods for a couple of months. It's by the guys who did Your Next and The Guest. Yeah. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have seen those movies. If you have not, you need to. I've seen both, yeah. Yeah. Great. And Solid, they had this for movie sure. coming out called The Woods, and everyone's like, oh, it's like their creature feature or whatever. Uh, and I guess there was some rumor it might be a Blair Witch, but I hadn't read anything about it. And then to all of a sudden be like, oh shit, this is a sequel to Blair Witch Project. I was like, oh fuck. Like, I'm ready for the, like, whatever road they're going to take me down. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm just so excited. Uh, all the reviews I've heard is it's, like, scary as fuck. Um, awesome. Just to see, like, where they'll fucking go with it. Because, like, at this point, it's like, 
that franchise is basically dead, so they can literally do anything they want. And Just Seven don't make Hour, Book of Shadows too, please. Yeah, right. I mean, it doesn't sake. look anything like that though. Like, uh, it, yeah, it looks fucking cool as shit. It looks like they're gonna pay homage to, um, uh, um, the original, and then I, I don't know, like. <sighs> I honestly don't know where it's going to go, but I'm excited. I hope there is some kind of witch or something. Um, aliens. I don't know. Who knows what the fuck it's going to be. I'm ready, though. I'm super excited that it... Because I love Blair Witch Project. thought that was a solid film. So, that was my favorite. I would also say... Yeah, I mean, or something. I don't know. Uh, what else? I don't know. That Wonder Woman trailer, though, man. That shit was fucking tight. Cannot wait. That's it. That's all I got for you guys. I'll watch Luke Cage. Whatever. Stefan? Yeah, uh, there was a lot of cool shit from Comic-Con, but I think definitely I liked the Justice League pretty much for what Johnson was saying, and then also because it, it seems like they're finally starting to get footing with these characters and this universe, you know? Right. Um, I feel like their framework around it they can kind of take a creative liberties with but getting the characters right is like the most important thing right now um so it just looked like like a step in the right direction um wonder woman looks cool but yeah definitely justice league that really made me like i'm like oh shit and <laughs> you know it's like give give Zack snyder another chance i kind of feel like batman superman Wait, Stefan, Stefan, say it again. Stefan, say it again. Batman, Superman, what? As, uh, I was saying that um, I feel like Batman versus Superman um, was just like an audience test to throw a bunch of crazy shit out there and see what sticks, what doesn't, and now they're kind of like redefining the world and the characters with this new trailer. Right. It's going to be interesting to see what the hell Batman's going to do with all the other overpowered characters as well, you know? Yeah. Like, even at the end with the Doomsday fight, Batman didn't have much to do in the <laughs> well, last he's movie. Yeah, really. He's going to be ready for this apocalyptic shit. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. What were some other big ones? I posted, like, damn near all of them on the <clears throat> Super House. Doctor Strange? Oh, oh yeah, dude! Shit. Fuck, dude! That was yeah. That that's like my third. That's that yeah. one was so good. Actually, that's my first. That shit was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Them going like like, they want to be trippy as hell. Like, you know, you might want to do some acid before you go see this movie. Like, <laughs> oh, <man>. like <laughs> that's the shit. It looks dude. like they did acid making it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they they really like capture the spirit of this character. I like I've never read a Doctor Strange uh, yeah. comic before, but I've done research on the character, and it seems like I don't know. It seems like that's that's what it should be. I like Benedict Cumberbatch's voice when you first hear it. He's got a really like booming, powerful voice. Yeah, he does. Um, I think that'll be cool when he's like saying spells or whatever, like commanding magic and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Cool to see like. You know, like his his presence, the power that he brings to it. That first time you hear that grumbly fucking, because his voice doesn't match his face really. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he's like, I would never have thought, you know, for some reason, like the casting when I first heard about it, I thought was pretty crazy. But you know, it's just strange, Doctor Strange. <laughs> and now now never... it seems to like him. 
Oh, go ahead. That's no, okay. Everybody wanted Littlefinger on from Game of Thrones to play Doctor Strange. Yeah, that dude's a fucking. He looks like a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I he already, like him, but that dude, he already had that, the look. He's creepy as fuck. Even when he was on The Wire, he's creepy as fuck. I like. He's a great actor, but he's creepy as fuck. Yeah, Cumberbatch is is that a would've... really good pick. I think also like it being like really trippy and magic based. It it kind of has like. It's more of a fantasy vibe, so it almost feels like the genre is different, even though it's definitely a Marvel film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah, that's totally no. Doctor Strange is this shit. <clears throat> do we know? Do we know who that bad guy is yet? Uh, it's Mads Mikkelsen. I'm not sure. And then also, well, there's yeah, this, there's nothing. these theories that uh. The black dude also might be a villain that they're not oh, showing. Yeah. Yes, yeah. she would tell. Yeah. She would tell Ag4. I'm sorry. Yes, I forgot. She would tell Ag4. She would Is tell Ag4. Pronounce his name. Yeah. yeah. She would tell. She would tell. It's like yeah. it's either Chiwetel or Chiwetel. Oh yeah. I've kind of heard it both ways. They said that like he he's supposed to be like the theory anyway is that he's supposed to be in line to be the next, what's it called, the one or. Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever, uh, uh, what's the girl's name? The woman's name? The ancient one. Yeah, Tilda Swinton. The ancient one. He's supposed to be in line for that, but then, you know, of course, Doctor Strange comes in, and he's a badass, and then he comes first in line, (laughs) or something like that. So they they might, it might even be a a fight between those two, even though they're friends at first. So we're not, we're not exactly sure, but. It's all, it's all, it's all about curveballs now, anyway. So. (laughs) I know, right? Like nobody saw that fucking uh, that 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 shit the 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 Mandarin from Iron Man three. Right. Nobody saw that coming. Whoa! Yeah. He comes out (laughs) taking a shit. Like. Okay, (laughs) you know. (laughs) All right, Marvel. (laughs) Uh, What else we got? Um, Maybe one of the final things. Uh, the Thor Ragnarok uh, logo looks metal as fuck. Like 80s <laughs> 80s metal, like some fucking yeah. Def Leppard shit. <laughs> really, like, they're not fucking around. Like, they know what... It has rock in the name for one, right? Like, this This is, might be darkness. kind of a metal... Yeah. Like... Docking. <laughs> some docking shit or something, dude. Far from that, all the goodness. Is there Ragnarok footage? Yeah, it's uh, leaked footage. What? Really? No, I haven't seen that shit. Oh damn! Is it the Hulk huh. taking a shit? <laughs> green, green shit. <laughs> I want to see him with the armor. Hulk feel good. It's not very impressive compared to everything else that was shown. So okay, I can see why they didn't like show it. But apparently okay. there was a little like the director did what we do in shadows. Um, but oh, apparently shit. he made like the, he made this, yeah. like he made a mockumentary, and it's like what Thor and the Hulk were doing during Civil War, and like Thor like gets a roommate and is like assessing his life, and the roommate <laughs> planning about like Thor just leaving his hammer everywhere, and then like Bruce <laughs> comes in and it's like a little video they just made up for the fuck of it. And apparently it's fucking hilarious. So. That's awesome. But I didn't see that. I just showed the foot. I just saw the footage they showed. Um, but it's all right. I mean, 
I'll see it. I don't care. Like Andrew said, it looks metal. It looks like it, like a fucking video game. The logo. I'm yeah. Fucking in. Yeah. Um, so especially with the director, and I'm a huge uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo fan, and I love his Hulk, and I love me some Thor too, man. Yeah, them having them teaming up together and that, that having supposedly the gladiator Hulk armor in it, like it looks like like just hearing all that, that's yeah. gonna be fun. Yeah. That sounds fun to me. It'd be cool to see Warrior Hulk. What is it what is it? Planet Hulk? Aren't they pulling yeah. from that storyline? There's yeah. some rumors that they're actually gonna do that movie. Like uh, this this movie is going to this up. movie is going to uh, spawn that off. So that'll be cool. I think the only other thing we got left on the San Diego Comic Con shit is the Lego Batman movie. You guys see this trailer? I haven't watched that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Joey, did you see it? I did not see it. Okay, I'm the only one. (laughs) Uh, It's it's good. Go ahead. Go go first, Stefan. Go first. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, I have, I have, like, no interest in Lego whatsoever. Other than, like, if I had Legos, I would play with them. Yeah. <laughs> but I just like, I really didn't like the Lego movie, and like, I don't know. I just like, I have the Lego video games that come out and shit. I'm just like, uh. Uh-uh. Oh my god, I like the Lego <laughs> it movie. Like, it's like it's, but yeah, that's that's all my rant about that. I don't, I don't get Lego the the pill other than the original pill. <laughs> I thought, I mean, I liked the original Lego movie. I thought that was great. I, I like the Everything is Awesome song as well. And then I Lego was... Batman movie, it just looks like... I mean, not every joke in the trailer lands, but I like Will Arnett voicing Batman, and there's a Robin character. I don't even know which Robin he's supposed to be. I think it's a new one is what it looks like. He looks like the girl, but it's it looks like... I think it's yeah. a boy voice actor. It looks like Steph... You know... What's her name? Steph... Uh... Stephanie Brown? He he looks sure. like her, but uh, it's fun though. I mean, you're 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 a hater, but if you like Batman and Legos, it looks like your thing. And they have that they have that black and yellow song that was famous like five years ago in it. Oh shit! Yeah. 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 Sounds like a skip to me. <laughs> God. You know really. You know really what my problem is with Lego. I know this sounds stupid, but it Lego is not a. They didn't make good action figures. Like Lego wasn't like their character, their little figures. I hated that design of that figure from day fucking one. <laughs> and to watch movies or play video games with that stupid character, I'm like, no way, dude. I had X Men to- Toy Biz or yeah, Toy Biz brand fucking X Men figures to play with. I'm sitting there playing with this thing that doesn't even have fucking fingers. And then I see the Batman. And then I see the Batman Lego movie and the Indiana Jones Lego and Star Wars Lego and all this shit. And I'm just like, nah, man, fuck that. Just give me a kit where I could build a Winnebago and I'm good. I think that the point of the Lego thing, though, is that like, look, we're other like other iterations of Batman are going to be serious and dark, and not have any fun at all. Right. But, but I mean, this I'm... this is going to like we're going to be all fun, yeah, and make a lot of jokes and use the whole Batman universe. I gotta all watch it because I love Batman. all at once. Yeah, I mean, Joker, Lego Joker's in it and all that shit, and, cool. I mean, you know, it's a kid's movie, of course, but, you know, it looks decent enough so far. He's got the Batwing in it, the Batjet or whatever. Nice. The first Batman Lego trailer was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's it's more of that, and Will Arnett's got that good, like, deep, raspy, comedic voice. <laughs> I, want, I, know, I want another Batman metal song from Lego movie. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure we'll get that. I'm sure we'll get that. I think that's it for the Comic Con shit, guys. Woo! Yay, we did it. The Yay. fuck is next? Hey, what do you guys think about Brie Larson as Captain Marvel? Oh, yeah. Great. She's my woman. That's my girl. <laughs> Dude, I love her. I really? Love her. Huh? I don't know. Because she's not. Posted, like, what's the deal with everyone hating on Brie Larson? And I responded with, who are these people? What are their names? <laughs> He's just trying to rile shit up. <laughs> yeah, I got no issue with that casting at all whatsoever. What's she got famous from again? The Room. Or room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never in, seen that. I didn't she was in it, that. I've seen yeah. her other shit, and she's great in that shit. She's beautiful. <laughs> Wait, did you say The Room? What? Or Green Room? The Room. She's in Room. Or just it's Room, yeah. Room. It's by Emily Donahue. It's a book about... Oh, you're not talking about that... Uh, that... What's the green, room, green Room is fucking awesome. No, no, but The Room, that, like, cult movie. Yeah, Tommy Lee Polish guy. Yeah. This book came out okay. way before that movie ever existed. I'm thinking that blonde chick. I'm like, what? No. No. Some other yeah, chick. No. Oh. <laughs> she looks like a good pick for the character, though. Yeah. Mm. Never read Captain Marvel, but... There's Seems decent. Yeah? Seems decent. Oh. Seems decent enough. Don't ever say that again. Dece? <laughs> Dece? Okay, I won't. You're showing your age, Andrew. Stop it. Is that is that old? Is that is that old saying that? No, Dece? it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't come off right. I liked it. How so. yeah, how do you guys spell Dece? I spell it D-E-E-C-E. -E -E. like, That's ooh. correct, Johnson. <laughs> okay. That's the correct uh, spelling, Johnson. Yeah. Okay. I spell it D-E-E-C. -E -E I have no idea what we're talking about. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't care. Decent. Decent. Oh, so like a shortening, like vacay or something? Bay's pretty dece. Oh, Jesus. Totes dece, brah. This is going to be the new language of the future. Gene Roddenberry got it all wrong. <laughs> We're not going to be philosophical or anything. We're just going to fucking talk like morons. That's going to happen. For show. For show. <laughs> no show. Don't forget clutch. That's always the go-to. Clutch, Justin, clutch. that's one of the funniest fucking words, man. I don't know why I love that one so much, dude. I know. When I hear people use it without any irony, I'm just like, man, that's awesome. I would be like, where do you come from? <laughs> when do you come without, from? Yeah, I can't use it without cracking a smile. Like, You guys talked about... Uh, laughing after I say it. Yeah. You guys talked about uh, douchebag and Stranger Things. Like, well, they didn't say that in the 80s, and I didn't think that. I don't know when douchebag was supposed to have come around. Oh, I yeah. feel like they allowed for a lot of, like, modern, uh, like, slang and, like, hey, lingual, even... like, you know what I mean? I feel like they, they kind of wrote to the era that we live in as opposed to the era they're representing. What what other than douchebag? What's another example? Um, I don't know. It's it just seems like it seems like a you, you look at any look at I mean, look at many '80s movies there, but it's not that it's important. But I feel like it's more 
a modernized like cadence of reciting lines and acting. Uh, you know what I mean? Where like the insults in the '80s were a lot more bombastic. Like I don't know. I'm trying to think of something from a movie, but like dick you know, splash, like dick, like dick wad, you know, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> and so, you know, you would you would think to hear something like that if they're trying to go for that kind of like let's have the language of the 80s as well which it really seems to me like the dialogue in it is more contemporary i guess i i don't i don't think you're wrong but i just i didn't think that on my own so i was just wondering more about it i didn't i didn't think of that about yeah. douchebag or, or whatever yeah i don't know it just like there were parts that stuck out to me i'm like I'm like that kind of broke the era for me, I guess, in some way. But I don't know why. Maybe it's because I feel like we hear douchebag more now than I ever heard when I was younger. Yeah, I mean, I, true. I, don't know. I feel like that's like douche. Someone, someone I like, say it about fucking fifty it times a day. Um, what were you saying, Maddie? I was just saying it's like I don't know. Like that seems like. I mean, who's to say like when words came about or like when they were used or how many <laughs> people used them in a certain area yeah. compared to. Like That's not necessarily like a, what I mean. Yeah, but it's, I, I don't know. It's kind of like, I don't know. Plus, you got to realize, we're 90s kids judging what 80s kids said from 80s yeah, movies. True. Now, this is a 2016 movie based on 80s speak, and maybe this is actually more uh, accurate to how people actually talked in the 80s and not 80s dialogue yeah. from 80s movies. So, true, true. again, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just posing a theory here. Yeah. This shit is fucking great, so I don't care. It is great. Yeah. Oh, man. I finished it uh, yesterday. So good. It's taking you this long? Jesus. Johnson's not even done. I got two more. Yeah. Come on, Johnson. I he gets a break. He lives in Europe. <laughs> things, are, things run slower in Latvia. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's a good show. Johnson, I just wanted to say congratulations on getting married. Oh, yeah, thanks. You got married? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Johnson doesn't like to talk about, you know, one of the, like biggest, the biggest things in his life. <laughs> ever. You know. What's to say? I don't know. <laughs> Is it different? Do you feel different? No, not really. No. Oh, my God. Did I was waiting for Joey to come in and just say, just wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, I was too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anything I can look forward to, Joey, that I haven't seen already? I mean, as long as you guys are, I mean, how long have you been together? Uh, a year now. A year? Yeah. And you live together? Yeah, yeah, we've been living together for a while. Okay. Uh, Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's kind of all the same. Right? From yeah, I mean... Probably not much, not much of a difference, um, yeah. you know. Other than you know the just having a, a ring and a piece of paper, depending on how yeah. you do it over there. But uh, no, I mean it's been it's been the same for me. Like no difference. She she didn't like you know change and like you know become a raging bee or anything. But it's yeah. been great. Right, so right. Super cool. James James has just joined us, everybody, and James just to get you caught up. Uh, talking we're talking marriage. talking about Johnson. Johnson got married. <laughs> oh shit! Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> no one knew except. <laughs> Johnson I... brought it up like in passing too. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I got married the other day. 
I thought I mentioned it before. I thought I was like, you know, I'm engaged. You mentioned much. engaged, but you, there's no like, oh, we're getting married, this is such and such Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we haven't done... Star Trek Beyond got married. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, same old, same old. You know, we haven't done a ceremony yet, so that's why it doesn't feel like... Okay. It's on paper it. at the moment, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. Are you going to let us know when the ceremony is? So sure, sure. Can come see you? <laughs> sure, yeah. Get drunk with you and celebrate your new life and whatnot. For sure. Yeah. Hey guys, he's not telling anyone. That's what he just said. <laughs> yeah. We will not know. We will see pictures on Facebook. That is it. Yeah. So the last thing thing he wants is for us to come to Latvia. This bag was coined in the 60s. 60s, huh? Yeah. Douchebag. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they just couldn't say it in movies back then. Maybe it was one of those words. Yeah, do you think they said yeah. doucher? Doucher. A bunch of douchers. That would have made more sense to me somehow. <laughs> doucher. What a fucking doucher. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, shit. Uh, James just got back from Comic-Con, literally. James, do you have any... Like, other than, like, trailers and shit, like, any personal... You know, you were on the floor and shit. Like, what... Uh, give us your story. Yeah, so I've been down there ever since Wednesday. Uh, my girlfriend and I drove down, and yeah, once again, it's just been a great experience, but definitely Friday, Saturday, and Sunday were the most packed, and it got insane there, too. I have some B-roll footage that I'll send to you that you can put up. That's like a literal skid row of people waiting to get into Hall H. Like, they waited 6 a.m. Friday to get in for the Saturday showing for Marvel, so we were like, nope. Not even gonna bother trying that. Man, you're just missing Comic Con, man. Can't. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some people just go to yeah. Hall H and that's it. Yeah. Yes, Whereas, like, we got to see both Agents of Shield and the Luke Cage panel, which were incredible as well. Especially Luke Cage, because that's where, you know, it opened up with a sizzle reel of both the old Netflix stuff and some of new Luke Cage. And then John Barenthal just walked out on stage and was like, yeah, yeah, yeah run it again. They want to see more of that. How <laughs> <laughs> was how was Burnthal on stage? Is he cool? Yeah, he looked really cool. He was apparently like uh, in town filming. He, he had a really Wolverine vibe going to him with his hair. That was just fucking massive and a massive beard as well. Nice. And uh, yeah, he basically like 100% confirmed. There's they're gonna be working up on the Punisher series as well. Man, that's all we need in this life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the uh, Luke Cage pal itself was uh, really good. They showed off like uh, four or five clips from the series as well. And just like uh, it was uh, Jeff Loeb, the head of the uh, Marvel TV, just awesome. there as moderator talking to them. And it's funny too, like every once in a while, Joe Quesada would just run out exasperated, like trying to like get something in. But they're like, no. No, go away. What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> so they had like a little running gag going, which was funny because it kind of got screwed up at the very end. Uh, since after Luke Cage, or near the end, uh, they when he finally like ran out again, they that's when they start. They ran the uh, Iron Fist teaser, and it was supposed to like it started and then stopped and like like it broke or something. And so they came out, kind of finished their bit. 
and but like still look like yeah we kind of fucked this up <laughs> but it still went on but it's still really funny and yeah it was uh i keep forgetting the actress name but laura's from i was playing uh iron fist you know from game of thrones he just like had a quick message for comic-con like couldn't be there they're still filming but they want to put out the teaser which i think most of those are out online now for people to see and then they finally ended with the uh, defenders uh, teaser as well that's going to be great man i mean if they do the whole like luke cage power man uh iron fist thing yeah like their their buddy yeah. their the buddy cop shit. yeah that they do that it's going to be great it's going to mm. be so awesome yeah and then with agents of shield they for most Go of Thunder. the yep that was the big reveal at the end since clark greg kept coming out he's like can we just do the thing and <laughs> once again jeff Loeb is like no no we're saving it till the end and he kept like whining to him to like come on show the thing which was you know at the very end just uh ghost rider like they just had the uh, logo and then the flaming skull just smashed right through it nice okay i like that it's robbie reyes oh yeah i guess in a car right yeah he drives like a muscle car and whatever used to do illegal street racing i guess because of yeah that i think it's because you know they did the movies uh with johnny blaze they want to try kind of move away and try a different angle with it too okay but it makes sense But yeah, definitely looking forward to that stuff. How was that and... Evil Dead? But yeah, we... <laughs> Maddie's face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that and them also moving it to 10 p.m. means like with Ghost Rider, they're able to do a lot more stuff. Yes, it's gonna be bloody. <laughs> yeah. Punish just shows up and yeah. shoots everybody. <laughs> 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 they're, they're moving Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at 10 p.m.? Yeah. Okay. And they yeah. kind of already got a, away with a lot of other stuff, even at 9, like scenes of people getting their arms chopped off and stuff like that. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I haven't I seen that show it, since, like... Now, yeah, I haven't seen yeah. it since, like, episode 3. I just, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the first half of the first season was okay, but then once they reached the point where is uh, Winter's... Captain America Winter Soldier, where the Hydra reveal happened, I felt like the show really took off from that point. Okay. Yeah, I felt like they were kind of spinning their wheels a bit at the beginning, which it turns out in later interviews they actually were because they're waiting for that since they couldn't, you know, spoil that from the movies and the show. Right. Uh, And yeah, now them going the more like supernatural route with that, and then also Doctor Strange, the film coming out. Definitely looking forward to like how everyone else reacts to that. Did you see any like crazy cosplay? I remember there was one year where it's it was like every girl was wearing Harley Quinn. Like it was like fifteen hundred Harley Quinn cosplays. This this year, there's definitely the Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad was everywhere. Them okay. The was it Dice Little Monster T-shirt in the short shorts. Uh huh. Just walking around. A really cool cosplay that I saw. You guys have been playing Overwatch. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know Reinhardt, yeah. the guy with the shield? Like, there's mm-hmm. someone dressed up as him. Like, oh, that's awesome. oh, shit. massive armor, and he had 
like even sound effects for it. So every time you step, like it would like make that giant clanking sound oh, walking awesome. around. That's awesome. I saw someone as a the alternate skin for Junkrat, uh, the Scarecrow one. I don't okay. know if any of the skins, but yeah, like yeah. that was pretty cool. Nice. And a buddy of mine that was still there after I left posted showing some more uh, like Warhammer 40k uh, Space Marines walking around. Okay. With the, with that the, armor's huge, man. Yeah. That's that's some crazy <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah, dude. Anything else? Uh, like I, um, when I messaged you guys the other day, and I put a post up on the Facebook page as well. One of my uh, favorite, like, smaller pals I went to was for uh, uh, Legacy Effects, and they're what uh, the Stan Winston Studio turned into. Like after he passed away, they turned uh, they changed the name to Legacy, and they're the mm-hmm. ones that did all the dinosaurs for Jurassic Park, the Terminators, and the Terminator films and just do all the creature effects and costume design for Marvel films. Like, they worked on, made the Iron Man suits and everything. So they were there. They had, like, the helmets of different ones, even uh, dead shots from uh, Suicide Squad. They had his helmet there and, like, showed all, all these off and even passed around this uh, little piece that was part of Falcon's armor in Civil War. And this thing was 3D printed and detailed to look like it was Kevlar and even if you look closer like these tiny little like stitch marks in there like making it look like someone actually sewed it all together. Wow. And this was just 3D printed and in these tiny minute little details that you wouldn't notice just by watching the film unless if you freeze framed and look at it but it's like something that if it wasn't there it would make it stand out more but it's just like the level of detail in the stuff was incredible. Awesome. This is the first year in like three or four years that I wasn't able to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah. I was able to get the hotel room right next to it. Oh, which shit. Which was really nice. Just, you know, being able to like go out and go drinking and just stumble back to your uh, hotel room. Like yeah. last night, we went to a the Nerdist podcast show with Chris Hardwick, and they had Joel Hodgman from Mr. Science Theater and then Bruce Campbell on as guests and that was hilarious and went for like two hours and my girlfriend and I tried to get an Uber back to our hotel and we accidentally did like an Uber pool so we ended up having to we ended up picking up these two like super drunk Navy guys like (laughs) my my girl I'm on one side my girlfriend was on the other she moves closer to me and so the guy doesn't see my face clearly but uh, he the super drunk guy gets in the back. He's just like, how are you ladies doing tonight? (laughs) (laughs) My hair and just like, he's super drunk. That was hilarious. We were like cracking up at the same time. We're like texting. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) I should have been, yeah, we're having a great time. (laughs) Yeah. But then we were just texting back and forth because this guy was just like so drunk that he was like, hiccuping and like spitting out the window and she's like oh god these go fucking throw oh, up man. on me funniest <laughs> part though was then we were like waiting in LA is like oh yeah turn this up this is my favorite song it's bumping <laughs> like it's a fucking commercial <laughs> like that's how drunk you <laughs> but because of all that as soon as we got back to our hotel like we actually ran into Chris Hardwick there cause oh, shit. he was in our same uh hotel and we like thought got a photo with him 
right in front of the elevators, then actually went up in the elevators with him as well and, like, chatted for a bit. So that was actually really cool. What was he like in person, bro? He's, like, a super friendly guy and, like, loves Comic-Con. Like, at the, uh, the live show they did, at one point, uh, they were talking about stuff in Star Trek. And, like, you know, this is Comic-Con and also, like, the 50th anniversary of Star Trek as well. And one of the guys on the panel of his buddies is super into Star Trek. And he's talking about something. And then up on the balcony, some jackass goes, like, nobody cares. <laughs> and we're like, you're at fucking Comic-Con at a Nerdist panel right there. It's right there <laughs> yeah. in the fucking name. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Calm the fuck down, jackass. So then we were, like, <laughs> we were talking about that a little bit. And my girlfriend said, like, thanks for calling him out, too, because uh, that guy was a jackass. <laughs> and then yeah. an another funny moment was, like, right like, he's super friendly and, like, will take pictures with anybody who asks since, you know, he wants to be, like, be there and be friendly for anyone who's willing to give him, you know, the time. And so uh, he's taking photos. And, like, when we're getting photos, like, I guess he didn't, yeah, he didn't know. Like, we were about to hop on the elevator going up, too. But there was apparently, like, one guy from Vampire Diaries waiting for on the elevator waiting for him to come on. And he was like, oh, no, wait, let me go take a picture with them. And so the that one guy looks super pissed and his assistant's just like, no, go on up ahead. We'll catch the next one. And so when we were talking on the other elevator, he's going like, what the hell is his problem? And my girlfriend's like, oh, you know, third day of Comic-Con, maybe he's super tired. He's like, no, fuck that. It's third day of Comic-Con. It should be fucking incredible. <laughs> his energy was just nice. Like, awesome. I, I remember I've walked to a couple uh, booths here and there at Comic-Con, and you see some people, like, running booths at, like, 10 a.m., yeah. drunk as fuck, <laughs> running their booth. Like, some people just get lit all con the whole weekend. Oh, yeah, and, there are just yeah. so many parties. that We actually did go to, like, a rooftop bar uh, for one night, which was really cool. Uh, there was, like, other stuff going on we just couldn't get into, like, Hodor, uh, like, the uh, actor who plays him was uh, DJing for a rave party. I had a friend post that, videos of yeah. it. Yeah, that's awesome. And, like, uh, one of the other guys, like, we stayed with a couple of our friends at a hotel room and another buddy of theirs um, who we became fast friends with and turned out, like, oh, he's, like, connected to everybody. He's, like, my girlfriend loves, uh, like, nurse uh, stuff and, like, Jessica Chobot and... Uh, her co-host on one of her podcasts uh, named Bowser, he's apparently, like, good friends with him. And so uh, we went to, like, that panel for her, and they had to be in greet later. I, I just meant, casually mentioned that, and then later on, like, he met up with them again, and, like, they were talking about us. And, like, so it's like, freaking my girlfriend out. <laughs> Shit, man, sounds like you guys had a fucking awesome time. Yeah, it was really fun. I bought a bunch of really cool stuff, too. I met uh, the uh, creator of Hellboy. Um, oh, yeah. Mike, yeah. Yeah. Mike, Mike Magnola. Yeah, Mike Magnola, and I bought some really awesome artwork nice. from him. Ooh. And then over at the uh, Mondo booth, I bought a, I think it's like a, it's a smaller, but it's a, like, seven-inch vinyl of the soundtrack from Castlevania. Oh, I and saw it. Like, oh shit! Is it looks fucking incredible. I just can't wait to listen to it too, because like the outside artwork is great. Like one side is Dracula, the other is Medusa, and on the inside oh. they actually have the artwork from like the levels themselves. Yeah, if you're looking at the, it's like a full map, right? And so you kind yeah. of see like from beginning to end. Yeah. 
yeah, so, uh, James, can you post a picture of that on the Superhouse Facebook? Oh, I, absolutely. I, I want I'll, you to make me more jealous, please. Thank you. I'll send you. Uh, my girlfriend already made a photo of, like, all the shit that we got, so I'll post that up. All right. Sweet. Dude, we, we all got to go next year, man. Yeah, we really awesome. we really do, guys. We really if do. You're, <laughs> since I can go for free because I'm can get in for the professional badges because you know I work in video games or I work mm -hmm. in films so it's like make if, me your plus one well here's the thing you guys work in film right so right. you should be able to apply for a professional badge as well we'll do sir yeah yeah so we, I, I will try for that you have to do it like almost a year in advance but... it's usually like if you have to send them their inform information to prove that you're professional it's uh, deadline is usually like Halloween, so sometime in like September, October, you have to do that, and then you sign up to try to get the actual passes in February. If dude, if we all go, it's gonna be nuts. We might not make it back. Like <laughs> <laughs> Superhouse so, is gonna be reporting on the scene. Do I just like send them my resume or like photos of me? Like they basically just need like proof that you've worked on stuff. So it's like usually like just two or three things. Like I think finally the. Last year or two, they started doing it electronically, which was great. You just need like proof of two or three things, like a photo, either IMDb, IMDb page, or like photographs of like your name and credits, or a business card or something. So, sweet, I can make that happen. Yeah, awesome. So, James, we have this new section. I don't know if you listened to the last podcast, but uh, it's it's very simple. It's just called Currently Playing, and then we're just going to talk about the games that we're currently mm -hmm. playing. So, right. uh, Joey, you said you were playing some new shit? Yeah, I, I, I had gotten Firewatch a while back, um, and I played and beat that. It's about three hours or so. It was very fun. Uh, just kind of story-based uh, game, first-person um, you basically play a guy who goes on firewatch like in the mountains and you're talking to this other girl who's in this other tower and stuff goes on and uh, it's fun. It's a fairly easy, quick game. Uh, and Wait, so I, so what's the genre? It's like it's like a Tomb Raider type of thing or what? No, it's 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 basically story based. So there's really no okay. puzzles or, you know, any type of stuff and you're just basically talking back and forth with this woman and going on like, you know, just like checking stuff out around the area, make, you know, making sure there's no fires or whatever, um, uh, making sure, you know, everything's on the up and up. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just a simple like first person game and you just kind of, you do what it tells you to do and that's basically the game. It's more like Gone Home, right? Would you yeah. say? Yeah, I'd say, yeah, definitely like Gone Home. Um, Except, you know, people talk in this one. Yeah, yeah for sure. And all the artwork was done by Ollie Moss as well. Oh, shit. Who, who is that? Uh, he does, like, a lot of, like, really cool, like, drawings and stuff. I'll send you a link to it. Okay, cool. Uh, and then the next one I've started playing, again, another one like this is uh, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture that's been out for a while. Um, so I've been playing a little bit of that. Uh, it's basically, again, you're just following the story, and, you know, I guess it just leads you to the end, basically. Um, and I think that's playing a lot of Street Fighter V, trying to be, you know, trying to, like, buy all the characters and all the uh, um, the backgrounds, stages, and stuff like that, just kind of doing, like, survival mode, and, uh, you know, just kind of got 
a fire up my butt after watching Evo. So those are probably the, yeah, the three games I've been playing. Awesome. Johnson, man, what's up, dude? What game are you playing lately? Yeah, yeah. Um, after this, I got to run. But, uh, yeah, because I had a Suckbox 360 before, I missed uh, The Last of Us. So the remastered version was on PSN for, like, seven ninety nine. 99 uh-huh. So I got that. Oh, shit. F- fucking amazing game. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's not yeah. the best story-driven game around, like... You're you might I don't know you might be right about that. I mean the acting is just stellar. The backgrounds are gorgeous. Like yeah. it's it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, I love the main character. Like that character feels like what I would be in that situation. I would just be <laughs> totally shut off and just like just trying to get from day to day. Except you'd be creeping on that little girl though, John. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I know him too well. How, yeah. far, how far are you in the game, John? Oh, I, I beat it. I beat it. Oh, so right I'm on. doing okay. this, the second part with, uh, you know, it's like the story with the Ellie DLC, and the girl yeah. Riley. Yeah. yeah so I'm doing that part now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no, fucking amazing. Um, but you guys all played it, right? Yeah. Yes. Ah. Yeah. What do you think of his decision at the end to save her? Was that the right decision? Or... Uh, somebody go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I forget exactly what the lie is. Um, I forgot. Well, there isn't a lie. It's just like in order to uh, get the cure from her, they're gonna have to basically kill her. They have to oh, operate right, her right. brain, take the shit out of her brain. Right, that's what it is. Um, or dissect yeah. her brain. I mean, so it's heavy because you make all it, those decisions the whole time. Yeah, trying to get her there, and then like you, yeah, you just fucking kill everybody that. Save this one girl who would save humanity, pretty much. Yeah. It's a heavy decision, man. I think uh, man. if I was in that same spot, I'd probably do the same. Joel. The same thing. I you would, would go berserk and murder everybody and save the girl. I just, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, just let. I mean, I, I'd like to think that I would think there's I'd another be a way. I'd be a loner. I'd be a killing on sight. I'd go through all that other killing just to not kill a whole bunch of other dudes. Like, I'm killing for the rest of the game. Yeah. Well, this is one of those games, like... Yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this is one of those games that, like, it really stuck with me after. It's like, you know, that that's the cure to save everybody. But, you know, he got really attached to the girl and then the whole thing with his daughter. Yeah. And it played into it. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's a I great remember game. when it was happening, I was just like, what's he going to fucking do? Like, I have no idea where he's going to go. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Whew. Like, I don't, yeah. know, like, I don't know if it would have ended the other way if I would have been let down by it, you know? Well, sure, sure, yeah, right. That'd be a crappy ending. She just gets dissected and you go home. I mean, yeah. of course. <laughs> with that shit, dusting my hands off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, great, great game. Couldn't be happier for eight bucks. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> man, you fucking got out of that shit with cheap, man. I remember paying 60 bucks for that. Yeah, game. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game was yeah. great, man. I heard that they that, that Naughty Dog, too, so that they, they start, they got to this place where they kind of felt that Uncharted was weird because you're they're, they're cracking so many jokes but then killing so many people. So yeah. they, they, they wanted to make it more, uh, you know, make more sense where it's like you're killing a lot of people in a very serious situation. So 
You're talking about for The Last of Us? Yeah, and yeah, Last of Us, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or not even people, you know, zombies or whatever, but, you know, oh, you not... Oh, yeah, by the way, those are... Those are fucking horrifying zombies. Like you turn into a fucking mushroom. Like that's yeah, 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 yeah. The fungus <laughs> zombies. Idea. Yeah, yeah. It's that's great. That fucking bloater that just rips your face open if it grabs you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit was great. Maddie, what yeah. you got, man? Still the same shit? Yeah, I'm playing Elder Scrolls Online still. All right, I gotta run, guys. By the way. All right, dude. See you, man. See you, man. See you. Later. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online and Pokemon Go are like the current <laughs> right now. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, Stefan? Um, I've been playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto, the new stunts package they put online. Mm -hmm. they're, like, they're like these stunt races through um, just like ramps and fucking big giant tubes in the middle of the sky and shit. It's fucking amazing. You're racing with these super fast sports cars that they made for the game. Do any of you guys play GTA? No. No. I, I played that story. I, I didn't do online. Dude, online's great, but there's like nobody on PlayStation Network plays Grand Theft Auto. It's more like an Xbox thing, I think. It must be yeah, because I, it's I, fucking I amazing, dude. Xbox I've been racing. <laughs> I just been racing. It's my because I don't play. I don't play many online games, but. <laughs> Um, I've been racing against other people and just like getting into this like do you guys play many racing games at all? No. No, oh, not man. so much. Then it's, Mario Kart. It's, it's oh, lost yeah. on you then. Mainly, mainly I've been racing in Grand Theft Auto Online. Uh, okay. I've been doing a lot of that. So far I haven't. I mean I started Metal Gear and I'm, I'm chipping away at that shit but it's fucking hard man. It's so much fun though. Metal Gear 5 is fucking awesome. Um, I just have to learn how to get good at it. <laughs> yeah, it's at the beginning. It's tough, man, because you don't have a lot of resources. Yeah, and just, yeah, yeah. I had a hard time with the fourth one too. That shit was hard as fuck as well. But I'm I'm getting better at like these stealth games. I'm really into like stealth stuff. I really like Hitman. Um, and my favorite game of recent memory is Dishonored. I don't know if you guys played that game, but fuck. I, oh yeah. I have it on Steam, and I played a little bit of it. But yeah, it's so good. I like games that allow you freedom on how you're going to solve the puzzle mm -hmm. uh it lets you get creative and kind of develop a style and i think self stealth games are just perfectly suited for that um and it's like kind of untapped i have splinter cell that i'm going to start here at, at some point um one of the old splinter cells so i like that kind of shit sweet sweet uh james man what's up I haven't been playing too much over the past week since I was at Comic-Con, but before that I did get started on Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. Shit, I wanna I'm play that only in like the first like two levels or so, but I've been really enjoying it. I enjoyed the last one as well, so and was happy to finally get uh, to play this. And I've yeah, actually really enjoyed sure. like the very beginning where it's almost a bit of a survival game in a sense, where you're like scrounging for resources and like trying to hunt animals to get their skins Ooh. that make stuff i love that square enix fucking killed it with these games man yeah i think it yeah, comes they're... out on ps4 in october they're mm -hmm. a great company yeah, yeah. since it was like a year exclusive for xbox but for uh it came out on pc back in like december or something but so i picked it up on a steam sale right cool sweet I personally don't have anything new to report either. Uh, I'm still trying to get through Uncharted, but I've just been so 
fucking busy. I haven't been able to, but I'm almost there. I beat Tearaway, and that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, I, I totally forgot to bring you uh, Muramasa. That's and all right, dude. I I got it. Wait, I got like right at the door for me to grab it. But I completely forgot. I looked at the videos of that too, and Dragon's Crown and all that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> PS Vita, man, it's kind of a weird system, but it's cool. Got it for free and shit. Especially when you get it for free. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that shit's great. Tearaway was great, though. Tearaway is great, actually. Have you tried doing the uh, uh, what you, remote play with your Vita? No. Uh, yeah, I have. I played a little bit of Uncharted, but I, I was like right in my room, and it was like, I just want to play it on my big screen. I I, I, I understand totally the weird. appeal, but I don't know if if they could do like if you could do it over Wi-Fi, you can do that and do that like thing. Can you like when you play uh, like what is it called remote play? Yeah, I, I was in uh, San, Fran uh, San Diego last year working on a show, and I tried it out, and I was playing a little bit of Dying Light on my Vita. My, Vita, my PlayStation 4 was back in L.A. Holy shit. Fuck, yeah, dude. I'd... What? Okay, there you go. I could probably, on my lunch break, <laughs> finish uh, Uncharted then. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, get it set up. Um, obviously, you won't have the back two buttons. Um, there's ways to figure that out. I haven't really looked into it, but that's really the only downside. Shit, sounds good enough for me, man. I just... Man, I'm even busy on the weekends these days. It's just been so tough to finish. But, Andrew, you can anything. also you can also do it. Just do it on your laptop. Take your laptop to work. That's true, but then, like... I like to go to, like, another room for lunch. I don't want to be in my office. Well, I guess I could take my laptop to some other room. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I'll, fi either, I'll figure it out. One. I'll figure it out. Either one. That's an option. You said Muramasa Blade is your favorite, or Dragon's Crown is your favorite PS Vita game? Vita game, because, yeah, well, because I think it was a PlayStation, I guess it came out for pretty much all this, like PlayStation 4 and Vita, but um, I guess really the only PlayStation, PlayStation Vita exclusive was the Uncharted game. But, yeah, since I played it on Vita, Dragon's Crown, I liked Dragon's Crown. Have you seen the trailer for Yomawari? No. I don't know what that is. It looks it's like a Japanese I don't know if it's an RPG or not, but it's like a horror ish game. It's uh it translates to uh walking around at night. Okay. That's Yomawari. And that's a I think a Vita exclusive. And that comes out in like September, October, and that one looks really awesome. It's like it's like kids walking around at night and like horror ghost things happen or I don't know what happens, but it looks cool. Okay, it looks type, cool. Type it out for me so I can check it out. All right, yeah. Um, oh, and I forgot that I I purchased I Am Setsuna. How is that? Uh, I played maybe a couple of minutes of it. Um, so far, the artwork looks great. Um, I'm I'm enjoying what I played, but I want to play a little bit more this week. Uh, yeah, so I can't really give a good review, but looks great. Sounds great. Cool. Oh, man. It's still hot as fucking LA, too, isn't it? Yep. God. <laughs> um, we're about to go to, into Maddie's music section, but we're waiting for Maddie to come back from taking a piss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, man. Let's see. I can tell some other stuff from Comic Con. Uh, another cool panel that I went to was for uh, composer Bear McCurry. 
Yeah. I don't know if you guys know. He worked on uh, Black Sails, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He did the music for 10 Cloverfield Lane. Walking Dead. Yep. Uh, Outlander. Yep. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> that room was actually at capacity simply because of Outlander. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Yeah. Outlander's <laughs> that, that popular, huh? Yeah, Wait, yeah they they got year. some nuts fans. <laughs> last wow. year, um, oh, my wife loved it. Yeah, keep last... those books in stock. Mm -hmm. price. Yeah, it's like last year, my girlfriend and I wanted to get into the Hannibal panel because you know, it was their last season. They had just been canceled, and we're like, we gotta go, we gotta go early because you know it's gonna be packed because it's the last year. And we so we waited like almost five hours in there, and we had to sit through like. Grim and then Outlander, and we were just sick of the that shit because we just had no idea what it was. Then finally, uh, Hannibal was going, and we're like, "Oh, we could just walked in for this." Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah, but the Bear McCurry panel is really good too, since he talked about like his process of uh, like how he was the directors on uh, making the music, and he would show clips from like Battlestar Galactica or Agents of Shield without any music so it's like all the temp audio and stuff in there and like he actually like asked the crowd like what do you think like how should someone like feel in the scene watching or like what themes should be shown in this scene through music and stuff or what do you get from just watching it and then he would show it again with the music and and you could see like just how much better the scene actually was with his uh, music nice so how in in uh Comic-Con, how is, like, Artist Row? Is it, like, is it pretty packed all the time? Or, like, usually, I'd, I'd probably spend a lot of my time there. Oh, yeah, it's usually pretty packed, and, like, there are different areas, like, for certain signings and stuff. Like, uh, today we went and uh, got the artist from Paper Girls. Yeah, over, like, Cliff, the Chang, image. Huh? Yep. Cliff Chang. Yeah, Chang. And so uh, we went over, and it was actually a decently long line for him, too. And, like, usually over at the Image booth, like, every day they have someone, like, from The Walking Dead or any of their other books. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we were able to go there. But then over uh, in the artist row, there's just, like, yeah, tons of different artists and stuff. And most of the time it was pretty packed there. Yeah, I know I'd probably spend a lot of my time there trying to, like, get some, get some like, cool merch or a signing yeah. or... You know. Yeah, since that's where I saw Mike Magnilla nice. uh, from Hellboy. So, yeah, it's funny. Like, every day you walk through the show floor, it's like you, you could be walking by an area you haven't been before oh, because yeah. it's either so big or just so packed one area. You're like, oh, I'm going around this way. So I finally would, like, walk by and I was like, wait, that's all Hellboy stuff. Let me go <laughs> double-check nice. that. Nice. Everywhere's packed at San Diego Comic-Con, man. Yeah. Everywhere you walk, it's, it's just so many people, dude. The line for Hall H for Saturday uh, was like over a mile long. God. God, dude. That's ridiculous, yeah. man. Like, here's the thing. They tried to set up, like, they started this last year of a wristband system where it's like, all right, the night before you can get in line starting at 9 o'clock to get a wristband that will get you sort of to the front of the line for the first show the next day. That way you can not have to sleep there all night. You can go home or in your hotel and come back by 7.30 next day and still get in and get you know a decent seat. You can come earlier if you want a better seat, but what people would do is so like just wait all day Friday until 9pm to get a pass and then just immediately go in line and still wait there anyway 
uh, to get in into the front. So it's just like they have to find a better way of dealing with that because it's I think max capacity of like 6,500, but you're getting like tens of thousands of people to try and get in. I'm sure having to deal with that line is ridiculous. Just like it being on the floor with like a mile long, you know, yeah. length of it's people. all outside for Hall H, so they oh, only have them all the way to, okay, they're all like yeah. out of, okay, good. Yeah. But yeah, it was insane, and like, I also tried to get into the Injustice panel where they revealed uh, that they're bringing back Wonder Woman, adding Blue Beetle uh, to the game, but by the time I got there, the line was wrapped around three times for that. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not bothering <laughs> getting in there. Yeah, forget it. That but, kills me when they say that because Boone was tweeting that they're going to release two new characters. Mm-hmm. Are they going to and and like yeah, one woman is new to Injustice Two, but she was in Injustice One, so it's not that, really a reveal. We know she's coming back. She's the top three in DC. Like <laughs> I want to see somebody else. Yeah, but it's you know the wording there. They definitely use that to get around, and at the same time, it allows them to just kind of like show off new stuff for her, and then like have one new reveal. So every time, I guess since like it, as they're revealing more and more, there's gonna be one old that they're keeping and one new guy True. until like it's close to release, where they'll just start like saying like, "Oh, here's everybody." Yeah, that was a good trailer though. Mm-hmm. I like seeing Blue Beetle. Yeah, he was definitely a top pick for me of wanting to get put into the game. Yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's really likable. Hispanic character as well. Mm-hmm. More diversity and whatnot. Yep. Um, so we're going to go right into Maddie's music. We, uh, Maddie, are we okay to do this this week or what? Yeah, we're good to go. All right, cool. So the album this, <laughs> the album this week was uh, Wasted Mind by a band called... Direct hit. Maddie, take it away. It's a fucking great album, man. It's a great pop punk album. <laughs> uh, my boy Devin Kay is in it. Uh, I worked with him in Chicago at a record store. And uh, ever since I've known him, he's been wanting to make music and live off of it. I don't know if he's doing it, uh, but uh, he's trying. And uh, I went and saw them and then picked up this record there. Uh, I don't normally get into this kind of stuff. It's definitely like. It's a good pop punk album, but it's not my normal. Um, mm-hmm. But it's really good. I think it's just a solid album throughout. Uh, I hope nothing but great things for this band and my boy Devin K. But um, you know, what do you guys think? The sound reminded me of like when I graduated high school and was in like yeah. community college, and when I went to SCAD, like that sort of music that was yeah. out and I was listening to the sort of I don't know emo, screamo, sort of Blink One Eighty Two. And yeah. kind of going into hardcore, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. I, I thought it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it as well. It was like one of the few ones where I started like just listening to everything else that they've been putting out too. Cool. Shit. Yeah, I liked it. Um, it's been a while since I listened to pop punk. I mean, I, I definitely was part of that whole Blink One Eighty Two shit that was popular when I was in high school. Um, and then it became really not cool after a while. <laughs> but it's cool to see like a band doing this in an era where, I mean, fuck, I don't even know what the fuck is popular anymore, either in like really popular circles or even in like hardcore scene or whatever. I don't even know what's going on anymore, to be honest with you. But it's cool to see that guy bring it back, and it's he's really good at it. Is he like the lead like 
song writer composer or whatever no he's he's just like the second guitarist i guess i think he's probably like lead guitarist and he does back he does some vocals on it they're the more high they're the more whiny ones on it okay um like he does a lot of backing stuff um but um mm-hmm. i don't know how I, I didn't ask him how much input he actually had like songwriting on this one but i think it's like uh i forget the lead singer's name but I think his band Devin K and the Solutions shout out. Um, also check them out because that's his like Chicago band with uh, with my boy Campy also who plays bass. Um, but uh, uh, he, uh, um, I think they toured with him or they played and then they just hit it off and they needed another guitarist or something like that. And he was like, all right, I'll do it, whatever. And they had a little bit more of a following than like Devin K and the Solutions did. So he's just been torn with those dudes and I think. Um, Brainless Child, which was the album before this, and then or Bra- Brainless God, maybe. I think that's what it's called. Um, but um, I feel like uh, on those last two, he's probably had more of an input as a part of the band than the other stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't. I, I didn't ask him. I was just like went and saw. I hadn't seen him in like four or five years, so it was more of a you know hanging out, chatting with, and then watching his band play. But. I did ask him because, like, a couple of days before, they did open for Blink-182 to a fucking ridiculous amount of people, thousands upon thousands of people. And I was like, how was that? And he was like, it's <laughs> – he was like, uh, we sounded shittier than we've ever sounded. <laughs> like, because the equipment was so nice. He's like, you can kind of get away with playing shitty in a small club like we're about to play because the sound system shit. But when you're, like, opening from Blink-182 – Everyone hears how bad you are at this point, and I was like, "Yeah, you guys are pretty shitty." Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. It was fun. I thought it would be something fun to do. Uh, it was uh, just kind of shout out to my boy and have you guys hear something mm-hmm. new that still kind of under the radar at the moment. You know, they did just get signed to Fat Records, which is a pretty big step, and who knows what's next for him. So maybe we can get Devin K on here once he's done touring and whatnot. That'd be awesome. So. Wait, so Stefan, what do you think, man? <clears throat> um, I only listened to the first little bit of it today. I kept forgetting to listen to it. My bad. <laughs> All right. So first impressions? But uh, like, it definitely like what Joey is saying. It reminds me of like, something I might have caught wind of back during SCAD days. Um, it's definitely not like my flavor now, but I'm going to give it a better listen from hearing what you guys have to say about it. Um, um, cause it did, it did like catch me like right away, but then I kind of like, you know, my brain went to all these other bands. I was reminded of like motion city soundtrack and, um, what other bands do you have? Like big wig. Like, yeah. Big wig and like the pop punk stuff. And so I got to give it a, a better listen. Um, cause I really can't say anything that would do it justice as of yet. It's a great super house album because it talks about drinking, doing drugs <laughs> and zombies. <laughs> it's like everything we love nice and like having problems with like talking to girls and relationships so it's like fight, fight paris was the ultimate superhouse band at the time because yeah. that was like all that shit you just mentioned but yeah. but metal yeah yeah God, that shit was nuts dude, dude that was a fucking crazy ass party dude <laughs> they were like tearing up our floor and shit like <laughs> oh man! Our deposit. We do not need that back. We are. We're, we are sorry for what we've done. We won't even ask for it. <laughs> yeah, that shit was nuts. Cool, bro. Well, um, what else we got? Is that gonna be it? 
the next album for uh, next Sunday is a band called Wrong, and it is self-titled. I've been listening right. to this for like weeks straight, and I love it a lot. It took me a little bit to get into it. I was not super into the vocal at first, but just a really cool, really cool album to come out this year. So very interested to see what you guys think about it. Cool, and that's like right and wrong. That wrong. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we have put a playlist from Spotify, a Maddie's music, a Maddie's music playlist on Spotify, and the link is on there. So if you have Spotify, just click on that, and you can see everything on there uh, that we've been listening to. And you can listen along with us. I'm gonna put wrong up there, up on that list soon, and uh, that'll be it. Um, shit, guys, maybe we reached the end. We did it. Another one down. That's it. This is episode 22 of Superhouse Podcast.